All right, guys, welcome back to the Food Fitness Family Podcast with myself, Big Daddy Blankenship, and Mr. Beautiful himself, Marcus Gates. How, how are you feeling today, Marcus? Hello, hello. I'm a little bit sleepy. We're recording this at 8.15 or so on a Wednesday. A little bit sleepy right now, but probably not nearly as bad as yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not too bad. Yeah, man. How, how uh, you know, before we get into today's topic, we're going to talk about how to execute your week, especially for busy professionals. So yes. uh, how, how, how was your last seven days? How did you execute? Last seven days, trying to think, uh, pretty solid. I finished strong last week. Um, uh, added on a couple new clients, which was good. Had a couple client consults so far this week. Um, got a couple of people waiting to start after Thanksgiving. Respectable. We're a couple weeks out from it, so I get it. Uh, might as well start right after that. But uh, so that's all been going good. You know, we had your your show day, which we'll talk about here in a little bit on Saturday. That was awesome. I haven't been to an NPC show in a, in a while. Um, so it's always cool to see that. Saw, saw the booth and whatnot. Got to catch up with some some different people, including one of my old coaches. Um, that was cool. Um, who's your who's your old coach that was there? Taylor Perry. I don't know who that is. She was. Um, I was talking to her for the majority of the time. She, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I did. I came yeah, over to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she prepped me for my first show, and then when I did my own couple preps, she, uh, I just was like, kind of using. Uh, I would text her and be like, "Hey, this is kind of where yeah. I'm at," and then just kind of get her guidance with it. She was, she was a good coach. Um, yeah, and really, I had no bad reason to to leave her. She was a great coach, and I mean, she helped me get my pro card, so that was awesome. But uh, you know, I just wanted to learn different methods to it to, to the no, madness 100%, and whatnot 100 man uh but you know so that was cool we're gonna catch up with her a little bit and then um we have season tickets to ku so i got to go to our first ku game on monday nicole and i are going again tomorrow so i'm looking forward to that and then uh oh yesterday had a uh my first time having a call tow truck um had a, a blown tire apparently my car doesn't come with a spare tire it yeah nicole little... told me that like I... yeah and i asked the tow truck driver i was like any idea why my car would not like it's a brand new car um, a year old, but I've never needed a, a spare on it. And he was like, yeah, some of these newer cars aren't having it. It's also a fairly smaller car too, but there's space under like the trunk. For yeah, of them. course. Yeah. It's built out for it. So I'm like, why would it not have came with this? Um, but yeah, so. like It's like, like the new iPhones where you pay more money. You don't get a yeah. charger or headphones. Yeah. Yeah. It's like get, get yeah. everything that we need here. So I'm not spending all the extra. Just include it in the price. That's fine. Um, but then on top of that, um, it took a while to get the. The tire back or the tire is all put on and stuff. So five six hundred dollars later, got that, and then by that time it was like one o'clock. So I just I didn't go into work. I just went home. I was able to get some client. I uh, actually had a client consult yesterday. Oh nice. Uh, during that time, so it was nice to be able to kind of carve that time out. But been a pretty good week though. How about yourself? Yeah, man. Honestly, uh, you know the last seven days has been a whirlwind, man. Uh, I had the show this weekend. Uh, all my clients did really well. One of my clients actually beat me in my class, so I guess I can't complain about that. Uh, it's a win-win. Yeah, it's a win-win, so I was happy for him. That's my boy. Uh, but it went really good, man. The show went well. The The booth, I felt like, was kind of a letdown. Um, but it was great to see how many people uh, knew who we were and just you know might not have been in yet or, or whatever it may be. They want to come check us out. So that was really exciting. Um, Work-wise... You know, I signed what two two new clients Monday. One was an old client coming back. Uh, I signed a new client today, uh, and then I have another consult tomorrow. So, so very busy week client load wise. Are those uh, uh, are those going to be like competitor clients or are those lifestyle clients or a little bit of a mix? Though these will be all lifestyle. Nice. Yeah, so it'll be a nice mix. 
it, it was kind of funny because a girl who I had hired me today, um, I actually knew her from high school. Um, and she was like, you know, I don't, I'm not a bodybuilder. And it was kind of funny because I'm like, listen, I, I train way more than just bodybuilders. But my issue is that typically my gen pop people, they don't want to be shown. They want to stay anonymous. So it's yeah. like sometimes it looks like I only have competitors. But in reality, my competitors are like, show me, show me, show me. Yeah. And my gen pop is like, I don't want to be shown at all. So it's like, it, uh, it's no, that, like that makes sense. like I, I need promotion materials here. Can I please just like cut your head out? I'll be like, can I cut your head out? You know what I mean? And somebody yeah. don't even want that. So um, other than that, man, you know, I'm just, this is second peak week in a row. I'm honestly struggling really hard mentally right now. Uh, I think I've just been, like we talked before, I'm just, I've been prepping for like 38 weeks, something like that. I'm just. Is that your longest prep? Oh, oh by far. By yeah. Far. I, uh, I, man, I am just tired. Uh, my cravings are starting to get really bad. Like I'm starting to look at things more and be like, Oh man, that looks good. Now have I cheated? Absolutely not. But the craving is definitely there. So, um, plus, you know, with, Oh, with the huge announcement of like the Lee summit gym, you know, that, that went over really well. So it's like with Lee summit picking up steam, uh, dude, the, the gym is just blowing up right now. Like we signed up 20 people already and it's the ninth. You know oh, what I mean? Just in like anticipation for the new gym as well. No, or just, this is, this is just, just in general. Yeah. Just in general, man. It's, it's just it's been, been blowing up. Uh, it's been pumping the past couple of days as well. Like going in there. Dude, like it's prime crazy. Time, I'm like, yeah. I, I, I love to see it. Uh, I was saying, I was talking to, to Holly about it too. Uh, just because I, I had a client come in on, on Sunday that hadn't been in since the, the, the renovation and since the expansion. Yeah. And it was really cool to see her, like the look on her face when she actually got to see it. Yeah. Cause she, there's very few people now. It's like everybody has either seen the transformation of the gym or they never saw what it used to yep. look like. And so to see her like through the, those brand new eyes, like, Oh my God, this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's super cool. Yeah. It's been a real emotional week with it, man, to see it kind of come full circle, full circle with where we are. Um, but you know, I, like, like I said, I finished last month with a record month. It's looking like, I mean, I know it's only the ninth, but I've already signed up multiple clients. So God willing, you know, it looks like I should have another great month. Um, so I'm just kind of ready to be back to some normalcy and get some energy back because here lately, I kind of feel like I'm running around like, like a chicken with my head cut off, but all for good things. You know what yep. I mean? So I uh, hate to sound here like I'm just bitching, but uh, you've been prepping for 38 weeks. Yeah, it's just great things, man. I am just ready to be done and eat. Yes, 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 yes. I'm, I got I'm, four four clients with me this weekend too, so it'd be a full weekend. Yeah, busy, and, busy. And, a, and and another booth. So coach, competitor, and and a booth. Yeah, it's, it's a whole whole lot of a. It's gonna be a busy Saturday for you. Yes, yes, but it'll be highlighted by some pizza that, that night, so it'll be worth it. There you go. You already got a place picked out. Yeah, I I'll probably just order Pizza Hut. We gotta we're gonna have to stay all night for the show. So okay, um, because I have a client in almost every, every division, um. So we'll stay. And then as the division, the last, I think men's physique is last. So as men's physique starting, we'll probably just order like pizza hut or Domino's, whatever's local. Cause yeah. I mean, you know how it, well, well, honestly, you don't know how it is. Cause you've never done an NPC show, but it's like, by the time you get out of these shows, man, it's like it's 10 30 o'clock at night. It's like 10 30, you know, by the time you go back to your hotel room, you shower, you change, you get out, you get to a restaurant, you eat, you get back. It's like 1 a.m. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's tiring. Uh, we're going to have a team breakfast at 8 a.m. the next day. So like, and, and not to mention you're starting that day so early. What, what what time do you start your day? 
uh, show days, man, I'm usually up at like 6 a.m. because you have to go and get your tan at like 7 and yeah. you got to eat before. Yeah, uh, yeah it's just yeah, a long so day. So, but yeah, very, very well, long day. Enough Almost about, enough about me complaining. Let's uh, let's get into our topic this week. All right, let's do it. So like we said before, we were talking about how to execute your week. So we'll uh, just as always, we'll kind of talk about, you know, competitors, how to execute your week, because that's going to look a little bit different, a little bit more rigid than if you are just a lifestyle client and just, you know, trying to make, you know, healthy changes and, and a little bit of, of weight loss, whatever, whatever your goals are. So we'll kind of talk about that and, and you know, how to plan ahead, how to prepare you for mm-hmm. your week, all that good stuff, and how to adapt. You know, for instance, like with me having a flat yesterday, I mean, granted, it was a pretty easy situation to kind of maneuver, but some people, that's, that throws everything out the window. They throw stress, their the, whole day off, and the, next thing you know, they're they're binging out at night. Yes. Their whole day is thrown off. I was going to say, you're stressed. You just had to drop $600 on new tires that you weren't, you know, planning on doing. You're like... Like ch- chicken and rice doesn't sound good right now. I want to go yeah. home and eat whatever else besides whatever I'm supposed to be doing just because I want to say screw it today. If so I, I ever text Tatiana, I'm like, you want to order pizza tonight? She's like, oh, it's been one of those days. I'm like, yeah. 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 And it has not been one of those days for quite a few months for you. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of what we're going to talk about. So, uh, you know, I can kind of lead the way on just kind of where we're where we're going with it. So essentially, you know, how how I view this question is, what um what are we doing on the weekend ahead of the week? And yeah. so for, for me personally, you know, I've got it a little more simple than the average person because I don't have kids. Um, but you know, you know, working a full-time job, I'm having to think about okay, what do I have any meetings this week? You know, what does that look like? What is my my job requirements there? You know, one of my client consult calls that I already have scheduled, one of the Zoom calls, one of the podcast recordings, and all that good stuff. So I'm having to plan those are my staples each week that I have to plan around. And now I think about, you know, when am I gonna be working out? When am I going to be meal prepping? Now, generally on Saturdays, Sundays, I have that very easily done. Um, and that's a that's a consistent routine for me, whether it's on, on Saturday or Sunday, it looks pretty much the same. Um, but I'm having to kind of think about what's coming up this week. Do I have any social engagements that I have to plan ahead for? Um, you know, with all, all that good stuff. Um, that way we're not going into the week just blind and in survival mode. Anybody mm-hmm. who does that, uh, can can honestly say that you're not going to execute anything. You're not going to be very yeah. good and you're going to be highly, highly, highly stressed because you had no plan coming into the week. So, I mean, you you have a pretty good uh, wording of that or phrase that you like to use. What is what is your preparation phase? Yeah, yeah, the five piece. So proper preparation yes. prevents poor performance. Yes, yes. And I've heard of other ones as well that are similar to that as well, but essentially you got to get the prep work down so that you can actually have a very successful week. Um but yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of pause there. Do you have anything to kind of add to that? Or take yeah, it? yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think it just depends on the person, type of person that you are. Yeah. Um, you know, Tatiana and I, we'll kind of sit down on like Sunday or not not sit down, but like maybe like while we're in bed, uh, you know, what do we have? What do we have going on this week? And we'll kind of like look at what we have. Um, and that's kind of like a rough draft. Now, I already know personally, Monday is my by far my busiest day. I have, you know, I, I usually take Max to school. Um, and then I'll go straight to work. I have a 9 a.m. client and then I'll answer emails for a couple hours and then I have an 11 a.m. client and then I'll answer emails for another hour. And then if my people are supposed to have their updates in by 11 a.m. So if I'm done with my emails, let's say two o'clock, I don't go back to my emails the rest of the day because after that I have to train because I had clients starting at 445 at night in person. And then I train my clients from 4.45 to 7, and then I'm home. So, like, if you send me your update late, it's not getting answered till the next day. Yeah. Um, so, I already kind of have, like, my Monday already planned because I know what it's going to be like. 
Um, but I, I think another thing that's cool is that I plan my time or I, I plan one day at a time. So before I go to bed, I look at my next day and I'm like, I had this, this, this. Okay. Uh, test kind of like, we have this tomorrow. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, okay. So we have this and I'll literally run through in my head. I can eat at eight 30, 11, one, I'll train at two 30 client and then boom, boom, boom. And then my, my day is planned out. So I kind of know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you don't somewhat plan your day and you just fly by to see your pants, then it's going to be a train wreck. And, and, and things are going to catch you off surprise as well. So, yeah. you know, similar to that, you know, I want the, the kind of big picture of what to plan for. I also want to know, like it might only be Sunday or Monday, but I want to know what are our plans this weekend? Because that's going mm-hmm. to, you know, me personally, I, one of the things that I really shift around pretty frequently is my training schedule. Some days I'm working out in the morning. Some days I don't have the time to, or maybe I know, Hey, I'm going to be up super late on Tuesday night for whatever reason is. Um, I'm not gonna be able to train on Wednesday morning. Like I would ideally like to, mm-hmm. that's usually a normal day that I usually would. So I got to think about, okay, when else can I get it in? Yep. And, and ultimately, you know, most weeks I'm probably going to be in the gym about four times a week. Some days, you know, some weeks when I have a little more free time, it might be five times if I'm recovered well and all that good stuff. But so that's kind of what I'm thinking about. So I want to think about, okay, what does the next seven days look like so that I can work backwards and be like, like, for instance, this Sunday, we're loading for for Amelia's uh, boutique, which is Nicole's boutique um, for Holiday Mart. So like, that's a big, big Mm -hmm. thing that we have to go load for all day on Sunday morning. And then we're going straight to the Chiefs game at noon. And so I'm not going to be able to train that day. So I'm already thinking, okay, that's usually when I would hit legs. So let's go ahead and move my schedule up so I can hit legs on on Saturday and then kind of move my training um, schedule around. Uh, so that way, again, I'm not like backing up back day and leg day back to back. Like I want to keep those things spread out. So I have those things that I'm kind of dr- trying to jumble with it. Uh, but again, that's without me having a kid. Like you, you have a kid that you've got to, you know, uh, you got to be home for. You got to do this or that, yeah. pick up, drop off, you know, and then as soon as he's of age, you know, start doing a lot more activities, sports, extracurriculars, stuff like that. You know, majority of my clients, um, a lot of them have kids and that's kind of their lifestyle. And the good thing, the fortunate thing as a coach of those clients is that's the lifestyle I grew up with. You know, we played yeah. travel baseball uh, from, you know, from March until damn near November, we practiced for, you know, five, six times a week. If we had games, it was a lot of travel stuff. So like, I know that lifestyle very well, um, but that's gotta be planned. And, and your meals have be planned around that as well. You know, you might not have access to the microwave. So yep. do we want to eat our meals cold? Probably not. So let's go ahead and bring a protein shake, you know, maybe move your protein shake that you were supposed to have earlier on in the day, or maybe post-workout, move that to, you know, while you're running the kids around, because that's going to be a much more accessible. And that way you're not going eight hours without having eight. Yep. And now you're stopping at Freddy's or Five Guys or Wendy's or whatever the case is on home, you know, on the way home from practice. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, I'm fairly lucky because I can train basically at the same time every day. I know I'm always going to train sometime in between one and two thirty or three. Yeah. Just depending on what my schedule is like that day. I always eat my first meal around eight 15. You know what I mean? I'm or to eight 30. Cause I'm always either literally taking my last bite and we're walking out the door to take Max to school yeah. or I'm eating while I take him to school. Like this morning I was eating my cream of rice while we were driving to school. Yeah. And then I know I'm going to get my second meal always in around 10 30, 11. And then I'm going to eat my pre-training meal sometime between 1230 to 130, depending on when I eat my second meal. And then I know I can train. And then I always have my post-training meal, which is my meal for typically around four o'clock. And then I eat as soon as I get home sometime between seven and eight. And then I have my last meal at 10. So it's like 
my day is very structured with my meals. I eat the meals almost the exact same time every day. So it's really yeah. easy. But we do have those times where your Amelia is saying, you know, you have a lot going on. You're going to be so busy that you're probably not going to get a meal. So you're either going to take a shake or you're going to eat a little higher calorie denser meal first thing in the morning to carry you over because you know you're going to go five hours without a meal instead of two or three you know and those are the things that we kind of have to plan for you know every time i leave the house i typically have the meal with me because you know how it is oh let's go to walmart real fast okay we go to walmart and then it's like well let's go get a coffee and then we get a coffee it's like what do you want to go walk around the mall and before you know it you're going for four hours yeah and you, you know and you're, I mean? you're starving and, and the average person that's not in comp prep that has it had, you know, damn near two decades of experience with this stuff is I'm hungry. It's been four hours. What are the cases? I'm going to eat while we're out. Yeah. Know, I'm going to get some pastries from the, from the bakery or from the coffee shop, or, you know, we're at the mall. I'm going to go to the food court and just grab something because I'm hungry. And that little something, because you just needed something to tie yourself over, is going to be high calorie, really, really not good for digestion or anything else. You probably got a 700 calorie meal, if not more than that, just because you didn't have what you needed planned and prepped and whatnot. Maybe you couldn't wait till you got home or whatever the case is. Um, so it wasn't even intentional, but again, we're not planned and prepared and ready to go for that. Um, yeah. Now, now there are good options out there that you can choose if you're in a pinch, you yes. know what I mean? But how many people are going to do that? You know what I mean? Like yeah. go to Chipotle, get a meal, no sour cream, no cheese, no guac, but get some Pico for juice, ask for, steamed rice instead of the lime rice because unfortunately the lime rice has a ton of oil in it yeah you know go to panda and ask for the teriyaki chicken on top so it's not sitting in oil Mm -hmm. and ask for steamed rice uh there's poke poke bowls um i do love some poke bowls yeah you know what i mean there there's hawaiian brothers no extra sauce you know what Mm -hmm. i mean no mac sub veg like there are healthier options chick-fil-a you know what i mean get grilled the the grilled nuggets sometimes i'll literally get 12 grilled nuggets and just eat those and drive yeah you know, just because yeah. I, I need to get something in that's cleaner. There well, are it, options, but it's it's hard for people to make those options. You know, it definitely is. Do I want grilled nuggets? Absolutely not. I want a chicken sandwich. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but you know, at least at least when you're sticking to that, you're also grabbing some higher protein options, which are going to keep you more satiated. Hundred so percent. Through whatever else you need to do, and then ultimately the impact on your day's nutrition is not super super negative. You don't have to yeah. make a bunch of accommodations and adjustments to kind of make that work with it. So there definitely are things you can go do on the fly and stuff. You know, this is another reason why I'm really big on, uh, you know, people, you know, my clients trying to learn how to track their macros because then in a pinch, you can go adjust things, you yep. know, and if, and if you end up choosing something that, you know, whether, whether you made a bad choice or you made the best choice you could in the, in the situation given to you, if it was higher carb, let's make, you know, let's moderate some carbs later on in the day. And let's, let's pull some out if we need to, you know, really anytime you're going to go out to eat, everything's gonna be higher fat for the most part. Even if you're, Dude, you're, you're going with the lean chicken option, most things are going to be having a lot of oil on it and stuff like yeah. that. So I always just overestimate the fat content with it. And then again, adjust, you know, meals later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you, if you have ground beef playing for dinner, that's maybe 85, 15 or whatever the case is, or maybe some salmon, it's gonna be a higher fat meal. So maybe let's swap that out with chicken just yep. to, to then reduce that fat content. But so uh, again, you know, uh, some, you know that that's a situation where that's like, Hey, in the moment, things are kind of out of whack. You know, for me, the other day when I had that flat tire, um, I had some protein shakes that I brought because I, I generally, same thing with you. You know, I have my routines. My 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 work day is a little bit different than yours, but you know, I eat my uh, protein with uh, psyllium husk um, at 
8.30 right before I go out to car ride to do duty with a banana. Then I have, you know, uh, my chicken, broccoli and, and rice meal, as always, that I have for, you know, for the past decade at 12 o'clock at lunchtime. Yeah. And then as soon as my last class for the, the class, uh, my last class of the day leaves at like 3.30, boom, I'm already microwaving my next meal so I can eat that before I leave for the day. And then I have my three meals in. And then obviously I adjust that as I need to. Uh, but again, sometimes I'm having a workout in the morning. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to bring the psyllium husk protein shake. I'm just going to bring a regular protein shake with banana for my post-workout and then have all other meals as normal. And then I'll have that other shake later on in the day as needed. Um, well, and what's great about that is that you're building habits and it, it allows you to be more successful throughout the day because you're not thinking about what you're going to do. You're able to just work. Oh, it's three, three o'clock. Here's my meal. I'm ready to go. Yep. You know what I mean? And if you have to change your training window, it's not a big deal. Like I usually tell my people exactly what to eat meals, one through four or five or yeah. six, whatever they may have. And maybe their main training days, you know, majority of the time they train after meal three, mm. excuse me, sorry. So they have their pre-training meal, meal three, their post-training meal four. Well, today they have to train first thing. Mm. Okay. So swap meals one and two with meals three and four. Mm. You know, it's not the end of the day, just buff them down, move them up. Yep. You know, it's really easy to make that adjustment, but some people it's like a mind boggle. And mm -hmm. if they don't eat everything perfectly in a row, they, they kind of stress out about it too. And a lot of times I feel people kind of hurt themselves by micromanaging the things that don't necessarily matter as much mm -hmm. as the things that they, they need to micromanage. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. ultimately we need to get all the meals in. So let's just get the meals in. However you need to, if, if today is not going to be perfect, that's totally fine. Just get the meals in. That's much better than, you know, being yeah. so, so stressed about like, it. Like I I've literally had a client text me before, and this was like probably five years ago. And he ate an extra tablespoon of nut butter just cause like he was hungry. And this was like four or five weeks out. I mean, Oh, I was and, and that tablespoon is not going to kill him. But he's like, should I do an extra hour of cardio tomorrow? No, absolutely not. That's like a negative mindset. Yeah. I just need you to be more mindful and, and stay vigilant, you know, and stay strong. Yeah. But the same competitor uh, who was on Climbuter all the time, which is a fat burner, you know, I was like, all right, well, let's do this. Oh, yeah, I ran out today. I'm not going to have it for like a week. So you're freaking out because you had an extra tablespoon of nut butter. But you but, weren't prepped on the thing. that. But you, you weren't prepped on the thing you needed. And yeah. you, you waited till you ran out to order. Yep. So it's like some people just worry about the wrong things. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and that comes back to, you know, priorities. What's, what's most important? Uh, you know, what's, what's the, the stuff I got to execute and what are the things that I can be a little bit more flexible yeah. with? Um, you know, those, those are all definitely key things, but so, you know, ultimately we're, we're, what we're trying to do, whether we're a competitor or we're a lifestyle client is, is minimize stress and enhance the ability that in which we're able to actually execute the plan in which yep. we're given and we're supposed to be doing this. So again, all it takes is it, it's, it's not a huge lifestyle change you got to do is just sitting down on the weekend, five minutes, just, or just be, be thoughtful of it whenever you can about what your, what your week looks like, what are going to be some of the obstacles this week? How do you need to adjust from, from last week to this week? Cause it looks a little bit different or maybe you know, most weeks are going to be very similar week to week. So, okay, we just stick to the same exact plan with this um, and then go execute that. But also having things on hand um, that are ready to go in case, you know, uh, you left your meals at home. You know, like if you're going to take two meals with you to work and you forgot those. Um, me personally, I always have, I have extra stuff in my office at work. You know, I have extra rice cakes. I have 
Um, I think I keep uh, peanut butter or almond butter or something like that on hand. So I have that as access to, I always have yeah. protein powder at work as well. So worst we're not talking, we're not talking, keep extra grilled chicken somewhere, No, but, no. but things that are non-perishable that last for a while yeah. in case you're in a pinch, you're ready. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know, in, in an inverse thing, cause I actually take, I take 10 meals with me on Monday morning to work and I put it in my mini fridge. Um, that way I don't have to worry about taking my meals to and yeah. from work every single day. It's already there. But so like yesterday, what happened was I didn't even go to work because of my car situation. So my two meals were left there. I had my protein shake. So I knocked that out in the morning, but then I didn't get home until, you know, two o'clock or three o'clock, whatever the case was. And I hadn't ate. Could I have stopped and got something? Of course. All I did was end up just moving my, my meal, my, my meals back a little bit more, maybe condense them more, you know, closer together. And I still got all my meals and still hit all my macros and everything else. It was just in a different way. But ultimately if that was all the chicken that I had, that was there, then I wouldn't really exactly be prepared at home. So I always over prep my chicken and my rice. So I have my exact meals, even though they weren't divided out into my milk containers, I had extra bulked, you know, yeah. you know, prep chicken and rice and ready, you know, stuff, stuff like that at home. So I could make that adjustment really quickly, really easily. Um, so that was kind of the inverse situation. But again, you just got to, the more preparation you have with this stuff and in, in times of need like that, you're just reducing the amount of stress and reducing the amount of bad decisions you're going to make because of things that were out of your control or things that were in yeah. your control. Um, so and that's why it's, things. that's why it's so important, you know, like in our previous podcast, especially about things to keep on hand. Mm -hmm. That's yep. why it's so important to have those things on hand in case something comes awry. You know yep. what I mean? You never know what wrench is going to get thrown in your day. Oh, one, 100%. Um, you know, then, so then another thing, um, you know, let's talk about, let's say we do, you know, in your situation, you're in comp prep. So, you know, if you do have a social event, you're not going to partake in that. Uh, but I, you know, I know a lot of lifestyle clients, you know, I'm really big on, I'm trying to merge healthy lifestyle habits and changes with what your lifestyle already is. So if you frequently, you know, are getting together with friends on Thursday nights or whatever the night that is, um, I don't want to take that away from you because now we're taking away something that really brings you a lot of joy and happiness in your life. But let's just plan ahead for that. Number yep. one, if that's going to be your cheat meal, fantastic. Make it your cheat meal and then lock in the rest of the weekend. If you want to have you know, a cheat meal on Sundays for the Chiefs games, then we got to make cleaner decisions than on that Thursday night. You know, If, if you must have alcohol once a week, prioritize when you're going to have it. If you, if you yep. must have it once a week, then don't be having it on Thursday night and on Sunday night. Uh, let's prioritize which day it makes the most sense for you, which day is going to be the most fun for you. Um, you know, so let's say, you know, I always say this, you know, Sunday is going to be your cheat meal for the Chiefs game um, or the Colts game, whatever the case is. Um, you know, Thursday night, you know, that's not going to be a cheat meal, but we can at least factor that into what you're doing. So, you know, yeah. on your cheat meal, that's an untracked meal. You know, I always just say, hey, replace a higher fat meal with that cheat meal and just enjoy yourself. Don't worry about what you choose to eat. Just eat whatever you want for that meal. Whereas on that Thursday night, since this is not a cheat meal, but we're trying to fit this into kind of your plan, you know, plan ahead. So on Thursday during during the day, let's minimize your, your carbon take. Let's focus on all your normal protein meals. Let's focus on all your normal, normal veggies, maybe your fruit as well. But then your carbs for meal two and three, let's go ahead and pull those. You know, if I have coconut oil or, you know, peanut butter or something else with another meal, let's go ahead and take that out. If we can replace the ground beef that you're going to have with lunch, if we're going to replace that with chicken to, again, minimize the fat, now you have more wiggle room for that dinner time. Um, so, again, this comes into let's plan ahead so that, you know, we're going into that meal with a game plan. We've already adjusted our day so that even if we go over on calories, it's not nearly as much as if we would have had a full day of normal food 
and then had that meal on top of it. Cause then all we did was had two cheat meals that week. Yeah, no, I do like that, <clears throat> that, uh, take on it, some, but only with some people. Cause I feel like certain people, if you let them do that, they start to take advantage and they think that's something they can yes. do like on the daily yes. and that's not okay. Uh, typically with my competitors, if you're in the off season, uh, I don't tell you when to have your cheat meal, but I would prefer it to be the night before a weak body part or something you're trying to bring up. So typically in my off season, I would have a cheat meal on the day I trained arms and it would be that night. And then I would always train legs the next day. So I'd have some calories to help me fuel arm or recover from arms and then some calories to help fuel my leg training because I'm six, one and a half. My legs can never be too big. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So might as but, well use it to your benefit. If yeah. You yep. use it to the benefit. Let's use those calories yep. and put it to use. Now, on the other hand, if I'm in my off season and you know, the holidays are coming up. If I know, dude, listen, Sunday or not Sunday, uh, Christmas day, Thanksgiving, uh, pfft, I'm not eating my meals. I'm going to eat what I want. I'm going to enjoy my time. And I don't care. You know what I mean? So it's like, but I'm not, if, if Christmas is on a Saturday, I'm not going to have my Thursday night cheat. I'm going to wait and make Christmas yep. my cheat. Yep. Does that make sense? Instead of people are like, Oh, well the holidays and already have my cheat. Well, you shouldn't have done that. Cause yeah, you should have planned ahead. Yeah, should have planned ahead. Should have planned ahead. Now, if you're in prep, typically there's not a lot of cheat meals and those are kind of prescribed like whenever they're kind of just needed. Mm. But I, I, I do have some clients who get two cheat meals a week. And now typically I personally also do two cheats a week, but they're not, I'm not eating pizza twice a week. I'll have, you know, my one dirtier cheat. And then I, we go to first watch every Saturday and I'll have my egg white and Turkey omelet. And then I'll have a chocolate chip pancake. And then what I'll do the rest of the day is I'll take some fats out of the rest of my meal. Cause I know that meal is going to have more fats and maybe a few carbs, but it's like some people need that second cheat to kind of get them through the week, especially if they're someone who doesn't step on stage. Yeah. They want to feel a little more normalcy. Okay. So it's Tuesday night, go have a steak and potato. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, go have sushi, go have, I, I don't know, some pancakes, yeah. you know what I mean? They, they are cleaner. And then, a couple of days later, okay, had your pizza, had your cheeseburger and fried. That, that's fine. Yeah. It, it, but if you need that to get through, I'm okay with that. But I'm probably going to adjust your cal caloric intake throughout the week mm -hmm. to, to kind of balance, uh, it. Yeah. Ba balance it. There you yeah. go. Sorry, I was drawing yeah. a blank there. Uh, yeah, so I think it just depends on, yeah, on, on it, the If you're going to have a couple extra surplus days of calories, yeah. then – we're gonna have to accommodate, you know, you know, make adjustments the rest of the yeah. week. And that's I, where as a coach, yeah. you need to, you need to be able to be able to read people and, and have those people skills and be able to pick up on those traits. Most definitely. And that's also where, you know, as clients, you know, if you're listening to this as well, is that that's why communication on your side of things is also very, very important. Being honest with your check-ins, you know, if we're reading something um, with your check-ins and be like, okay, this is kind of a trend. This seems like this might be what we need to do. Then, okay, we can make an adjustment, but we, we only know what, what you're telling us. So yeah. we got to, we got to have that clear communication so we can actually understand you as a person, understand what you need as well. Um, now see like, like me as well, like it, it depends on somebody's um, phase that they're in. You know, if we're, we're in a cut phase and you're telling me, Hey, I want to lose 20 pounds. What are the cases? We need to be a little more rigid, you know, yeah. one cheat meal means one cheat meal. Um, and you, and you better, you know, we should definitely be executing outside of that because again, like, I don't, I don't want my normal lifestyle clients, uh, 
to, to, to be in a, an elongated prep. Like I want yeah. it to be as long as it needs to be to get the results we need to. So doing all these exit treats, all you're doing is adding on weeks that we got to be in this mm-hmm. cut. And ultimately, you know, when people do that long enough and you continue to cheat, like eventually people just kind of burn out with it because they're, they're just not there. There's a huge discrepancy in what they're saying they want and what they're actually, you know, living. Um, so, you know, different times, you know, I've got some other clients that I've reverse dieted well after our cut, their maintenance calories are way, way high and they have room to have these extra meals. And if they show me that, Hey, my weight's not increasing. And I had two or three, you know, meals off plan that were out at a restaurant, but everything is looking good. I can, I'm thinking of three clients in particular that we've done that. We've got them shredded. We reverse dieted. We're maintaining high, high amounts. You know, when you get your calories or your carbs up to 400 grams, when you get your fats up to hundred grams or plus, you know, your protein super high as well, you have a little bit more wiggle room in that. Mm-hmm. Now, if we start saying that, Hey, you know, you're having two or three cheats a week or man, not, not, not even cheeks. Cause at that point it's fit into your macros because yeah. they're, they're so high. Now, if we see, Hey, weight starting to go up, we might have to reel these back in, maybe be more mindful about your choices with it. Um, but so that, so there's a time and there's a place, you know, every client is a little bit different with that. Um, so that's definitely key with it. And, but those clients have also been rewarded at this point because they went through the phases and they executed when they needed to. And they also have now developed the skills and the discipline that when it comes back to cut time, I know they're going to execute it and we're going to be able to finish that cut a lot sooner than somebody who is, is constantly kind of, you know, up and down, up and down, up and down. Um, and me, me personally, like, I know I'm, I'm your, your client as well with this. Um, and I've kind of communicated this as well, but like, especially, you know, just coming out of comp prep, I've obviously reversed dieted very, very well. You know, I've been posting about it, you've yeah. posted about it and that's going very well. And, and a big part of why I focus so heavily on that reverse diet is because number one, I want to maintain how I'm looking, how I'm feeling, all that good stuff. But I want to give myself more of that dietary freedom back. And I want to give that to Nicole, my wife as well. I want to give yeah. that to my friends and family that, you know, ha- have to make sacrifices right along with me. And I don't want to say, hey, I can only, you know, eat out once a week. Like after a show to me, like I've got my parents I want to see. I've got Nicole's yeah. families I want to see. I've got all, all of our different friend groups that, you know, some of them are, are co-mingled. Some of them are completely separate. Dude, 100%, so, man. So now I got 10 different friend groups I'm trying to trying to get with and enjoy with. So then I'm like, that's when it comes back to, okay, I just need it more these days where I have to moderate. I got to change my carbs and fats for the day so I can make more room for this. And, uh, you know, if I see that things are, you know, the scale is not looking that good, digestion isn't looking that good then I'm going to say, Hey, you know, I got to kind of reel this stuff back in and just communicate that. Um, and you know, I can always use the financial excuses. Well, Hey, we're spending a lot of money eating out. Let's cut back a little bit. And yeah. reality, in reality, that is a reality, but it's also like, eh, I need to clean things up dietary wise as well though. Yeah, no, it adds up. And, and I know what you mean, man. I, it's uh, you know, next weekend we have a date night, you know, I'm going to order pizza Saturday night, Sunday, we're going to go to first watch. We're going to go to the to watch the game. I mean, there's probably two, $200 in food right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I have my mom who wants to cook me dinner. Tatiana wants to cook me dinner. Her yeah. mom wants to cook me dinner. We yeah. have friends from the gym. Uh, I mean, shit, you and Nicole want to have us over for dinner. You know yeah. what I mean? Eric and Alyssa want to go to dinner. Jordan and Shelby want to have us over. And you got to, you, you also want to do your reverse diet as well. And you don't want to just yeah. pack on 20 pounds in the next week. Like you want to maintain these shreds as long as you can, as you get your calories up. Yeah. So, you know, I tell them, I'm going to be straight up and be like, Hey man, I, I, I'm going to need more pro fat and like lower carbs still, because I, yeah. I just have all these things planned. Not to mention we have I don't know. I'm going out of town like three weekends in a row. So it's just going to be, I'll bring meals with me, but it's not easy. But like you said, mm-hmm. from a digestive standpoint, 
that's when I'll kind of have some freedom. Cause at the end of the day, I don't care if I put on the weight. Um, I, I feel better when I'm not as lean, you know what I mean? And and some people don't like that, but I know I just don't have the physique to stay super lean all the time and that's okay. But but if I start to feel my digestion getting bogged down, that's when I'll really like really pull back because sometimes these, these people, uh, I don't mean it that way. Uh, our clients, there we go. These people that hire us, (laughs) our clients, they'll, uh, you know, they, they turn these cheats into binges and, you know, they have pizza and then they go out for ice cream and then it's Mm. candy. And it's like, what the fuck, man? And then they have diarrhea for two days and they wake up the next day and their blood sugar is 160 still, and they're not hungry until noon. You know what I mean? And it's like, it just backs everything up. So we have to be careful with when we have these cheats, you know, just prepare shit. Not hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Have a game. Really, if you can just have a game plan for 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 things in general, and you know, initially, um, if you're fresh at doing this stuff, it, it is hard, and that's again why leaning on your coach and asking questions and communicating and checking in, all that stuff is very very key. Especially because if you do end up binging for a whole week, um, you know, I just talked to a client about this t- t- today. She uh, she texted me. She hasn't checked in for a month plus, and she was really making a lot of good progress. And, you know, I hadn't heard from her for about a month or so. And she reached out and said that, hey, you know, I've really been struggling. I, I, I've lost a lot of my motiv- motivation and momentum. You know, a couple of cheats turn into essentially a month or so. And I'm like, and she's like, hey, what do I need to do to get get back on track? Like, you know, do I need to cut my carbs? Or what are the-? Like, no, the only thing, the main thing I need you to do is just check in. And during yeah. all those bad weeks, what would have really helped, and I know it's the hardest thing to do is, but is be accountable and be honest about that. And you're not just reflecting with your check-ins for my sake. You're doing it for your sake because when you're not checking in after those terrible weeks, all you're doing is turning a blind eye to it, hoping for the best, but not really actually making a game plan, not being honest with yourself and calling yourself out on your own shit. And then that's why one week turned into one month. If you would have checked in after one week, I would have said, hey, give yourself some grace. You've been crushing it. You had a bad week. You had a bad week. It is what it is. We are here where we are right now. So here are the things that you should be doing this weekend. And here's what we need to do to try to reel back in next week. And it still might not be a perfect week, but by you doing that self-reflection, by you hearing the accountability for me, you're not going to let things snowball like you did that last week. Yep. So so that's 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 super, super key. So especially if you're new at this, it takes a while to really build these habits. You know, Caleb and I have been doing this for a long, long time. Um, and we know the outcomes if we don't keep things in check. Um, and we don't want to deal with those for ourselves either. We don't want our clients have to go through those either. So, um, you know, I think that's some, some keys there. Yeah. You know, one, one of the best pieces of advice I ever got was from, uh, my old coach, Mike. And, you know, on days that I struggled, um, because, because we all struggle, you know what I mean? I said at the beginning of the podcast, I'm in a tough spot mentally right now, struggling a little bit, but we're still going and it's just focus one meal at a time. Okay, I got through this meal. Let's go to the next meal. Okay. And and now I'm not saying you have to do this all the time, but this does apply for like prep and things like that. Or or if you're someone who has digestive issues we're working through or whatever it may be, you know, and you go meal by meal, perfect, perfect days lead to perfect weeks, perfect weeks lead to perfect months, perfect months lead to perfect years. And before you know it, you'll be like, holy shit, I haven't cheated on my diet. And 30 days. And and that's incredible. I mean, think about if you're able to prepare and pull yourself together and, and you were someone that used food as a crutch and then 
you went two full weeks without cheating on your diet. Like that, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's a really big accomplishment. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think, I don't think people understand how hard it can be. And then I think once you get past that two point barrier or two point two week barrier, it, it just becomes easy. I, I don't know about you, but when I start prep, like my first month is, is really hard. Cause it's like, you're so used to doing what you want. If, you know, if I'm picking up Max's food, having more flexibility, having more flexibility. If I can if take Max a little bite done, of that, I can eat one of his dino nuggets. If he didn't finish yeah. it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. I can yeah. take a fry out of Tatiana's food. And it's you, like, you get back I literally, I literally catch myself picking it up, putting it towards my mouth. I'm like, Oh shit, I can't eat that. Yep. So and, and, and the more things you're having to say no to that builds up and it becomes very, very difficult to eventually you kind of find that groove though, especially once you start seeing the results with it. And if you can be patient long enough and stick to the plan long enough to really start seeing those results, to feel your digestion getting better, to feel your energy mm -hmm. getting better, you know, to, to really see what that consistency is doing for you, then it's much easier to keep it going. But yep. unfortunately, a lot of people, they don't, they either, they do one of two things. They either don't give it long enough to really see that and really see the difference that when you're spot on and you're very, very consistent for a couple of weeks or a month or so, the changes that are going to happen with that, you can give it that amount of time. That's awesome. Um, I had faced or another thing I was going to say with that. I just lost a train of thought though. Damn it. No, you're, you're good, it. man. It's, the perks of recording just, it late, late at night. Right. That's just how it is, man. We, we all get diet brain from time to time, except you're not dieting. So I'm not dieting. I mean, I'm eating plenty of food. I guess I'm just sleepy. Um, I don't know what the hell I was going to say though. That's irritating. No, you're good, man. Whatever, I, though. No, I think we kind of hit the nail on the head with a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And, and you know, in terms of, uh, you know, one other thing, and we don't really need to dive into this because we, we've done a podcast on uh, an episode, I forget which episode it was, on meal prepping, you know, how to meal prep efficiently, what works for kind of both of us. It was like uh, three talked, or four, I think. It was pretty, yeah, pretty early on. I, I think so. So, you know, if you want tips and tricks on how to do that and kind of what works for you, that's, that's super key. Um, really, just briefly, I'll just say that, you, you know, Meal prepping is, is is a part of all of this and having your meals ready to go and not going to the week just like, I'm just going to eat whatever makes sense yeah. today. Like you're not going to do well. You got to have your food prepped. You got to have your food on hand. You know, uh, pressure cookers are a game changer in my mind, um, especially the ones that have all the different functions. You know, I've got my rice cooking in, in one right now. Um, I'll use that to, to make chicken this weekend as well. Um, so again, just, and, and again, that's the other perk to it as well. I didn't make enough rice. I, for some reason, made half the amount of rice I usually would. <laughs> This weekend, I just, I eyeballed it and I was like, I think that's enough rice. And it's so weird because usually I make way too much rice. This time I I didn't even make enough to get through like my extra, my, my nighttime meals. That's but so that's, that's the perk though of having a pressure cooker or rice cooker is that I just toss it in before you hop minutes, installed. I'm, I'm going to go up there and put that into a big glass Tupperware and I'm good to go. Like I got yeah. all my rice prepped. Um, so worst case scenario, if you didn't come prepared, you can make those adjustments kind of midweek if you have the right tools on hand. So pressure cookers, rice cookers are key, you know, a grill, if that's how you prefer to kind of make up your stuff. Uh, but a lot of trial and error when it comes to, you know, figure out the meal prep efficiency way. So you're not spending six hours on a Sunday meal prepping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got to find what works for you. You know, not, not everyone does everything the same way and gets the same results. Yep. And that's what allow you to, to execute the rest of your week. But anyway, I think we hit that pretty well though. Um, yeah, we'll we'll chat about. I, we'll, we should probably do a uh, we'll probably talk about here in either next week or maybe the week after that. Um, you know what to do. You know how to get through the holidays. How do you give yourself yeah. some grace? You know how you should control things leading up to and after 
um, those different holiday meals and stuff like that. So I think it'd be a good thing to talk about that too. Here, coming Yeah, up. for sure. Yeah. Let's do a, I mean, yeah. Cause it'll release the week of Thanksgiving. So let's do holiday, holiday eating next week. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. All right. Perfect. We'll do that then. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right, man. All right, well, guys. Everybody uh, you'll be listening to this after Caleb's done, but Caleb, good luck. You got 72 ish hours left in prep. So finish strong, well, brother. Almost there, man. And then we'll grab some food together. You guys, as always, if you guys liked it, make sure to drop a like, share it with a friend. You know, that's how we get the word of mouth out is your mouth. So let us know what you want to hear. And we appreciate everything you guys do for us. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. All right. All right, y'all. Have, have a good, good night, week. guys. Have a good night, Marcus. Yeah, you too.